the Black Jewish Queen live chat with the Black Jewish Queen herself, your host, Dr. Denise Gotautis. Hey, everybody. I am glad to host another show today. Uh, Today's topic is going to be very interesting. I hope to offer everybody words of encouragement, and I hope um, that you are having a wonderful, wonderful new year. So as we start off, we always start off with the opening song. I just want to welcome everybody and thank you for listening in to the Black Jewish Queen live chat here on the Caribbean radio show. And right now we are going with our first song. So stay tuned and listen in and I'll come back with our subject. We should sing this. Let's try this.
From author Dr. Denise Gotadis comes a self-help guide that will give you valuable information about the world around you in ways never imagined. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. Available on Amazon. In this must-read book, you will learn about your importance in the world and the metaphysical universe around you. You will be introduced to the Metaphysical God who has a relationship with you and those around you. Whether you are aware of this or not, you come into contact with Him daily. He is omnipresent metaphysically. He is in and outside of His creation. And what does a metaphysical God have to do with you and the creation around you? You are a very big piece of a huge puzzle. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creator from author Dr. Denise Gotadis is available on Amazon. Order your copy right now. have to be afraid 
Introducing the Black Jewish Queen live chat with the Black Jewish Queen herself, your host, Dr. Denise Gotautis. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm glad to be here today on the Caribbean radio show. Um, Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about (laughs) the past year, the challenges that we face and offer a new year of encouragement. I just want to wish everybody a happy 2023, although we did have Jewish New Year already, which is 5783. So, yes, once again, um, To everyone else, happy 2023. And today on the Caribbean radio show, the Black Jewish Queen live chat, I wanted to give some New Year encouragement, but I also wanted to share um, some excerpts from um, the book that I wrote, The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. I want to uh, just Put it in. I wrote this book last year, and um, I was very busy, you know, getting the marketing and everything done with it. But I wanted to integrate this book into this New Year's message of encouragement because this is what the idea, even though it sounds kind of like a scientific kind of hypothetical book it um i wrote it so that it will help people to be encouraged in themselves and to be encouraged and know that there is a one true um living god who has everything to do with our lives and he has everything to do with encouraging our lives even when it does not look positive for us the way it will look on a physical realm it looks positive for us it it is growing us in a spiritual realm in things in ways that we can't see and you know the last two programs i kind of talked about joseph and and with joseph i was really really inspired um by my rabbi um, here at the shul, the synagogue over here in Kansas, and he had, um, you know, spoken about Joseph. And, you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, you just get so much out of the story of Joseph, his life, how everything happened, how he went from the pit to the palace, how he, everything, you know, it just didn't look good for him in the natural, in the physical realm where we could see with our eyes. But spiritually speaking, everything was um he was he was climbing he was climbing higher to achieve and to fulfill the vision that god gave him in his um in that dream when the sun moon and the stars bowed to him and see i wanted to kind of tie everything together but at the same time i want to tie in the book too and i have a surprise for everybody in today's program because I actually have excerpts of the book 
if you cannot get the book in a physical form, I have the excerpts of the audio book where you can kind of get an idea of what points I'm trying to make in the book. And so I just want to go into today's program. We all face challenges in the past year. And a good way to start off this year are by words of encouragement. We must speak blessings and hope in everyone's life. Because, you know, everything we speak, whether it be good or bad, we speak things just like our creator who created us. You can speak things into existence. As a metaphysician, I do know spiritual words, they do have physical manifestations. There is cause and there is effect that we speak. We could speak words of life into a situation, a person, or a thing, or we could speak words of death on a situation, word, or thing. That is why we must be careful of what we speak. We may not like everything or everyone But when we speak upon the particular person, sometimes we must watch our speech because life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it, they're going to eat the fruits of it. Okay? Because when you think about it, how else is it that the worlds are formed by the living Hashem, the living God? You know, this is why I wrote the book about the metaphysical God in relation to his creation. I thought it was a very important piece of work, even though it was my dissertation. It was like the beginning of my dissertation after I surprisingly um, actually earned the Ph.D. with um, this faith college. It, um, it, It really made me think about the things around me. It really made me think about my actions. It really made me think about what I do. It made me think about words I speak. It made me think that, hey, you know, if our creator, the living one and only Hashem God created and and spoke everything into existence, you know what? Things as simple as words, they Form on a spiritual level and then it manifests in a physical level. I mean, you can speak something. You can speak negativity. You can speak positively. And if you keep speaking positively on a certain person or people, do you know that that's what your action is going to be? Words, they have life, in other words. And this is what I wanted you know, this is a point that I want everybody to get, and this is why I asked you, everybody, to listen in, to join me on this topic, because right now I do want to speak words of encouragement, and I want to point you in the direction, you know, of uh, this book. Now, I wanted to just bring in something that I've never brought in before, um, my narrator. I wanted you to kind of listen and kind of grasp 
what he is saying in the first chapter, and I want to elaborate on it because I want you to grab a hold of this. Not only do I want to offer you words of encouragement, I want you to go and I want you to just pass it on, offer other people words of encouragement, but at the same time, I want you to grasp a hold of how our creator, how he, um, how the worlds are formed, basically, how the words are formed, how the creator and the creation, how it all comes together from the spiritual and physical realm. And right now, I want to go to the first uh, chapter of the book, the narration of the book. The It's not really the narration. It's just an excerpt. The first chapter. I just want you to hear this. Today I have chapter 1 and and chapter 5 and also chapter 8 of this book. But as he goes into explaining some of the book, I want to come in and I want to explain why I put this in the book, why I wrote it. And I believe that it will help us in our journey of life as we go on in 2023. So, just take a listen. Chapter 1. Exploring how the metaphysical creator's existence is vital for our existence. In this chapter, it is vital that there is a foundation so that the reader can get an understanding of why this subject was chosen for the first chapter. From my experience with my field of learning, This is my theory of the Creator. The Creator and the creation are metaphysical not just from one point, but two, physically and spiritually. These two realms are metaphysical. Metaphysical means beyond physical. This is the reason. I believe this is a fact. In science, solid objects are made of molecules and atoms. If you have ever taken chemistry in school, You would know about protons, neutrons, and electrons. You would also know that solid objects are made up of what we call matter. In science, we have learned in our schools that these elements are not solid, as we are led to believe with our physical world and our physical environment. Considering that nothing that exists is made of solid matter, things, particles, can be invasive. You can go through them. Think about this for an example. You must cover up when it rains, or you can catch a cold. The water enters you on the surface. You become wet, but scientifically speaking, the water does penetrate the core shell of your body, whether you realize it or not. If you catch a cold, the virus itself penetrates your body, invading it, because the body is not a solid entity. If we study the universe itself by intelligent design, we will understand that solid objects do not exist. The Bible, Torah, teaches us that in the beginning, by the will of the Creator, all things came into existence, and not with the Big Bang Theory, the Creator spoke everything into existence. We understand through the Bible, Torah, the Creator is self-existent. He was not and is not a created being. He has always existed. And he has no beginning, neither does he have an end. So please note and remember that. When he created all things, he understood how he wanted to create individual things, just as he lives eternally. He had in mind to make all the things he created 
to live eternally. Any part of the creation dying was not in the original plan. He has meant for all things to flourish and live and thrive forever. He is the creator of life, not death. As we know by biblical scripture, the trees in the Garden of Eden, when man was created, had healthy, life-sustaining properties to them, to feed animals and to feed men. When the Creator created the plants, He created them to sustain our physical bodies. They were to be used as food. He knew that He would create a being called man and woman. He put healing trees in the garden so that man would be able to live forever. Before we get on the subject of men, let's explore the Creator's existence more by Scripture. We know that He is self-existing, immortal, self-sustaining, and that He created the beginning and ending of all things that exist. His existence goes beyond anyone or anything's understanding. His name alone is existence. His name is I Am That I Am. Our minds cannot possibly fathom the greatness and grandeur of the Creator. He is one of a kind. There is nothing in existence like Him, nor ever shall it be. We are told that He created the heavens and the earth when they had no form. They were formless. We are told He is spirit. We are spirit beings. And that fact alone gives Him a relation to His creation. He can be all places at all times. We are told through Holy Scripture the whole universe cannot contain His glory or His very essence and being. He is bigger than all of it. He is all-knowing and has always existed. And the fact that He is Spirit, that in itself identifies Him as a being that is not made of solid matter like physical bodies. Yet we are not totally solid even in physical form. His matter is not made in the physical form like ours. But yet, nothing that exists is solid. So we have His characteristics in our very essence and being. We are not gods, but we were made in the image of the one true living God. He created man and allowed them to know about the art of science unknowingly to men through the prophet Moses. The Creator created science and the healing properties of the universe, stars, planets, and the beasts of the field, the visible and the invisible, the celestial, as I mentioned earlier, and the non-celestial beings. He created angels and demons, good and evil, darkness and light. When I think about the simple things of creation, the greatness of the Creator is exposed. Like a simple leaf on the ground, the leaf even has a spiritual side. The spiritual side of that leaf is that it is made of molecules, atoms, protons, neutrons, electrons, cells. That leaf is not a solid existing object scientifically. All things are held together by atoms and atoms are not solid. Even our very bodies, as I have spoken earlier, are not solid. Everything, every atom, every molecule, every strand of our DNA is metaphysical. And this recipe of matter is how our physical forms and world is created. Not only are we physical creatures, we are spiritual creatures as well. Hopefully, when you finish this book, you won't look at death the same way ever again. Back to the subject, 
We need more than just physical medicines to make us well when we're sick. We need spiritual medicines too, and only the Creator knows how to supply that. It is crucial for our very well-being and our survival. If we cannot grasp that we are spiritual beings as well as physical beings, then in my opinion, healing cannot take place in fullness. How can we attain that healing in a perfect balance of our metaphysical bodies? We cannot achieve this alone. We need our Creator to help us. He is the one with the spiritual milk and nourishment that we need as His creation to grow strong and healthy in the physical realm we live in as well as the spiritual realm. For it is in the spiritual metaphysical realm that healing takes place. It manifests in the physical realm afterward. The physical realm is a manifestation of what has taken place in the spiritual metaphysical realm in time and in space that our naked eyes cannot see until it is manifested physically. Ill health is the manifestation of starvation of spiritual nourishment or the manifestation of a buffet of spiritual food and good health physically. We need the spiritual nourishment in order to survive and live. Eternally through Him, our Creator, who intended for us to live in happiness and abundance, not die in misery and starvation. Most physical illnesses come from something that lacks proper nourishment in the spiritual realm. That is why we must include the cause of the problem or sickness of these bodies. It is decay and neglect spiritually and physically. In the Torah, Bible, we call this spiritual parasite that invades the physical body, sin. The matter and the substance is created by doing the opposite of the instructions of the Creator. It is a substance made of antimatter. This is a viral infection that kills as soon as it attaches to its unsuspecting host. Sin is another word for wrongdoing. Sin causes rotting, decay, disease, illness, and eventually death. When left untreated and undiagnosed, it will rot at the very foundation of your being if not addressed and corrected. The Creator made the universe in a certain order. When that order is violated, it exposes the perpetrator to evil opposing angels in the spiritual realm, whose jobs are to eat up decaying spiritual flesh. These scavenging angels are the bottom feeders like suckerfish in an ocean. It is their job to eat the rotting dead things out of the sea of people to continuously cleanse the rotten things that are going out of bounds of the spiritual order created by Hashem, God. With that, I lead you on a journey to the next chapter. Where did this deadly virus called sin come from? Everyone, you have to get the book. The book, it goes into it. I did not do a chapter two. I just wanted to lay the foundation of our creator, how he relates to the creation, because it all comes together on a spiritual, physical realm. I see, remember what I said in the beginning, words, they have life. We either give each other life of encouragement or we can just speak evil of one another 
and just bring, you know, bad things. Words have life. This is in the word. And I wanted to just lay down the foundation, lay down the basics, basically, of how the creator and the creation, how we relate to each other. We can, we are not one without the other. The creator, he is everywhere. He's omnipresent. He is everywhere. And he could be everywhere at the same time. So, see, and then at the end of that, he got into the spiritual virus. What we all need is spiritual nourishment. And the spiritual nourishment, it is a word of encouragement. And, you know, I hope in this new year, this is what we can do for one another. It could be encouraging words, not words to tear each other down. You know, I hope everybody listening to the sound of my voice, and this is my wish on you. I hope that this year is prosperous for you. I hope that you are blessed in your endeavors. I hope that Hashem, God, I hope he grants your deepest desires, and I hope for your happiness. And see, I'm speaking those things to you. I'm speaking them in existence because this is from the bottom of my heart. This is what I truly want for friends, for families, for listeners, for even those who hate me or hate on me. I wish you well. I wish prosperity. I wish everything upon you. See, this is what our creator, he wants us to truly do. Because all of the creation in the beginning, it was good. Everything in his eyes, it was good when it was created. It was good. Because if it was not good, it would not hold together. And this is what I'm saying. This is, and you are a part of that creation. You have importance. You mean something. Even if somebody tells you that you don't, you really do. You mean something. God, he is vital to each and every one of us. He's vital to the creation. Now, I wanted to, I got it kind of plugged in together because I'm just giving you excerpts of the book, The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. And I wanted to go into how the creator and the creation come together. We come together spiritually and physically. I just got off of how God is vital to the creation. He is very vital. He has no beginning, no end. He was not created. He always existed. And you know what? As human beings, we cannot even begin to understand that. But we do know that um, in the beginning, he was there. And we also know that he it created everything that is existence, the sun, the moon, the stars, the celestial. And we are a part of it, mankind, animals, plants, everything that you see around you is a part of what the creator created, okay? And how you matter, how you, you exist for a reason. And it is for a good reason. It's not for a bad reason. And, you know, we, when we start to get into that, we list the wounds of the previous years, okay? Uh, many of us, we have suffered losses. Many of us, we have, um, we, we hurt. 
this is a hurting world. Um, but it takes us one by one to begin to change and try to change the damage that was done. I mean, you can't go back and change nothing that you say, nothing that you do. But moving forward in this new year, 2023, you could make an effort and, you know, make an effort to determine within your mind that, hey, it just takes me that one important creation from the creator to make a difference in somebody's life. And in that difference, it could be a kind word. And with that kind word, that kind word, it has life in it. Whatever you speak, it's life in it. And, you know, that's the point I wanted to make in the book. I mean, this was, this was a college dissertation to, for me to get my Ph.D., but with that college dissertation, Hashim took me on a whole journey, on a whole thought process of, of just the basics of, 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 of the things that we don't even consider on a daily basis. I mean, we take things for granted. But I wanted to go really fast into chapter, let's go to chapter five for a bit and get some more of this. And I want to explain even more. Thank you. Thank you guys um, so much for listening in. This is chapter five. Chapter five, the glory of the creator and creation from the spiritual to the metaphysical. The creator and the creation from spiritual to physical are very metaphysical. According to science, as I have spoken about in previous chapters, solid objects in the physical realm are made up of tiny particles known as atoms. Nothing is relatively solid. All of creation's existence is indeed based upon the facts scientifically speaking. All that exists or that was created is indeed based upon the metaphysical spiritual realm because nothing created by the creator is solid. We have all been conditioned in this world to have this false belief. Now is the time to accept the truth of this matter. The Bible, Torah, teaches us from the book of Genesis that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created it out of a void, meaning nothing. The Creator has always existed. There is no concept of time and space with Him. When there was no matter, He created matter. He created time, space, dimensions, and worlds. There is no one before Him, and there is no one like Him. With His powerful voice, He spoke all the worlds, all of space, all of time, all of dimensions, and matter into existence. From the simplest to the most complex, He spoke all that exists into existence. Celestial and non-celestial, by His command, everything functions. The universe He created is following order in the same way our bodies function in a certain order. If something fails to function in a certain order in our bodies, we can die. This is why it is important that everything that lives must follow in the order it was created. His words alone caused a creation. That is why it is so important for all of us to speak words carefully and thoughtfully when we speak words. Words carry power. Since we are in the image of our Creator, we must take all of these things into consideration. God is Spirit. There are no formed words that exist 
that can explain or describe his metaphysical existence. He is not matter like we understand it. Even if they falsely say they have a piece of him, I am referring to the so-called God particle, that is not possible. They could not even get close enough to him to steal it. No one has a piece of his makeup. He certainly will not break a piece of himself off for the glory of evil men. So they could use his makeup for their selfish, evil, greedy purposes, as bordering on Lashon Hara, blasphemy, to even suggest so. When he was among the children of Israel, he dwelt with them as a cloud by day and a pillar of fire at night. He changed his form by his own will into anything he wanted to. He is not in a box. He can be in any form he chooses by his own choice because he is almighty, Elohim, God. He chose to appear to Moses as a consuming fire in a burning bush. Through that, he revealed the power of a living life sustaining non-created being who can step in and out of time by his own will. He does not need the permission of religions. This almighty God is omnipresent, superior in knowledge and power to both angels and the most intelligent of men. He is all-knowing and all-powerful, for he created all power. He is a being that is the force of all life, and all that is good comes from him. Hints are repeated of his essence in scripture that nothing can exist without him, and all things consist of him. As we observe the stars in their rotation, it is a revelation of a glimpse of his glory. Eternity blows down to him because he created it. He created time, planets, galaxies, and space. He is so powerful that his creation is affected by him. Without him, nothing would continue existing. He is vital for the existence of all of creation, from men to angels, to the universe, celestial and non-celestial matter and anti-matter. Nothing would exist or could exist without his permission. Those who fail to understand and see how much of a great healer he is would not fully understand the way life should be, and they would never have an appreciation for the beautiful creation around them. His presence boggles the human mind. It is shrouded in mystery. It is just too much to fully comprehend the logical existence of God on a physical realm. Some cannot handle this truth. That is why so many are so deceived in putting God in a box. He commands the universe at His will and can be and do anything He so chooses to His own creation. So it is easy for people to disbelieve in an intelligent designer of creation rather than believe. The arrogance and pride of some will not allow their own intellect to believe in a creator who has control even over them. Their pride keeps individuals like this in a box. They take the easy way out without exploring the whole fact of the matter, and that must be sufficient for some. Non-belief is easier for their understanding of how things are and how they work. The thought is scary to some that they do not have full control of everything, that something out there knows more than they do. God is omnipresent and incorporeal. He does not need us to exist. We need Him to exist. The sooner we realize this, 
then the healing will begin. He has the power to give a spiritual eternal life to all his creation. The creation cannot guide the creator. We cannot demand anything from him, although some in disrespect of him try. The creator is at the helm, guiding all life, but he does not guide one to do evil and destroy. Because he creates, he is love and life, and he does not guide one to do evil and destroy because he creates. He is complete love. His nature is to create and produce life because he loves life. Death, however, was created by him, but for those who hate love and life. And one day, everyone, even those who love evil, will exist in the realm where they prefer the most. If it is evil, it will be evil. Only because they chose evil from the simplest life to the most complex life, he holds the secrets to life. He holds the secrets of healing for us. He is metaphysical. He exists in his creation and outside of the creation. We are told in holy scriptures that all of the heavens cannot contain his glory or the whole him. He has the power of time and space at various times. We are told he appeared instantly before his creation, whenever he chose to. The darkness of the universe clothes our creator. The earth is his footstool. The interesting thing about the whole creation that many of us have not given a second thought to is not one thing in the creation that he created is identical in nature. The animals themselves are of different species. The rain differs from the snow. The clouds differ from the elements of the sky. The angels differ in appearance one from the other, just as men do. There is a uniqueness that makes all of creation special. He holds the secrets to life and healing. I know it is repetition, but I really want you to get this point in your spirit. Therefore, I believe healing flows from him, because the Creator is not or ever has been a destroyer of the things he created. He is the life-giver of all things. His nature is healing, not destruction. Creator cares about his creation. If he created it, he does not have a desire to destroy it. Would you logically, carelessly destroy your prized creation? I do not think so. This reminds me of a story in the Torah, Bible, of King Solomon, who had to judge and make a decision to choose who a small infant belonged to between two women, because it was told to the king one of the two infants died, and one mother stole the other's infant, and he had to make the wise decision of which of the women gave birth to the remaining alive infant. Both of the women claimed the infant, so King Solomon told his servant to cut the living infant in half, to divide the infant between the two women who claimed the child was theirs. In his wisdom, he found the truth. The real mother of the infant told the king not to harm the child, to give her half of the child to the other woman, so that the child will live. King Solomon, in his wisdom, realized the woman who tried to preserve the child's life was the true mother of the child, because she would rather see her child live rather than destroy the life she gave to the child. The evil woman who lost her child had little or no regard for the child's life because she did not create the child. God created you, 
and he cares about you and would rather you live than die. And if it was your choice to eternally separate from him, he would let you live your full life without him because he is the true creator of you. He loves you more than you could ever know. In each of the biblical stories, we are given a glimpse of the personality of our creator. He loves and cares for all his creation. When we reach out to him in obedience of his commandments and Torah, there isn't or do. He helps us with everything. When we learn and observe the spiritual medicine and consume the mana of the Torah, we gain metaphysical healing from all of the worlds of this metaphysical book. It brings about life. Words have life in them. We can choose words of life to sustain and nourish our spirits through our Creator. Or we can go with the vibration of death and the virus called sin without following or heeding the instructions of life which are given by the Creator. When we make the decision not to take up the choice of life, we cannot blame anyone but ourselves when the consequences and results come to pass. We will rest in our own error that will eventually destroy and steal your life. We must all remember the Creator has the blueprint of how our bodies work because He created them. The spiritual bodies we have as well as the physical bodies we have. He chooses those whom He has a relationship with Himself in order to heal others because they know Him. Each one of us have a direction that we are destined to. God has given us His gifts to use to reach that destiny. It is up to us to choose and use them wisely. The gifts He gives to you can be used for good or evil. It is my hope we use those gifts for good, to help mankind and love one another. We choose daily which direction we will go, because in all of His creation, He gives the creatures He created free choice. If that does not prove He loves you, I don't know what will. We can choose the life of healing or the way of death, in which the parasite of sin attaches itself to you, eating away at you spiritually, then physically. You are free to choose. The Creator will not force His will upon you. He is a perfect gentleman. The choices are metaphysical on the spiritual level and the physical level. Metaphysics is beyond physical. This is a philosophy and science that defies the physical realm. It helps one to think beyond the physical into the spiritual. There are things unseen that exist that manifest later in the human physical body. If it is sin, it spiritually defiles the spiritual body. Then it manifests physically in the flesh. It kills the physical body as it eats away at the spirit of its victim. Similar to what coronavirus, Ebola, monkeypox, or any deadly cancer flesh-eating disease can do to the body, the created can die eternally without guidance and direction of the Creator. This means all things from angels to men, non-terrestrial and extraterrestrial, everything. This happens when the Creator's instructions are taken lightly and disregarded. The Creator is the healer. We should try our best to imitate Him. He is a great teacher and a great example to live by. We need to be the co-healers of all He created, not the destroyers.
Well, that was that was chapter five uh, excerpt from the metaphysical God in relation to His creation, and I hope that within the two chapters I shared, one and five, that everybody got something out of it because my point in making this book and creating this book, you know, going off of this dissertation, it was to just give everybody an ideal and a grasp of how you relate to the creator, how what part you play in all of this, and so right now I'm going to go to a quick, quick break. And, you know, we will return because there is more. There is more to this. There's more I want to talk about as far as the, the uh, spiritual nourishment is concerned for, or for our physical and spiritual bodies. So I'll be back after this. Where's the bad guy on the inside? One day I might. 
Caribbean Radio Show with Dr. Denise Latadis on the Black Jewish Queen Live Chat. Shalom and hello to all of my supporters and listeners. This is Dr. Denise Latadis, the host of the Black Jewish Queen Live Chat on the Caribbean Radio Show. I proudly support the mission of Give Back Jamaica Incorporated and the founder, Dr. Evie, of the Caribbean Radio Show. Dr. Evie helps children and families throughout Jamaica through shoe donations. We urge our listeners to support this great cause by donation of shoes or any monetary gift of your choice. Any donation, big or small, makes a huge difference, especially during the hurricane season. You can contact Dr. Evie by email at givebackjamaica at gmail.com. That is givebackjamaica at gmail.com. Or you can visit the webpage at www.givebackjamaica.org. That is www.givebackjamaica.org. Whatever it takes to build a nation. Introducing the Black Jewish Queen live chat with the Black Jewish Queen herself, your host, Dr. Denise Gotautis. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. I hope you are enjoying today's program. It's a program of encouragement for this coming new year. And once again, happy 2023. I'm talking a little bit about my book, The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation, how it ties in to this new year and how each and every one of us, we speak our own destinies, our own faith into existence by what is spoken out of our mouths metaphysically. Believe it or not, we are spiritual creatures. Whatever we speak, just like our creator, as I spoke about in the beginning paragraphs of this book, I'm sharing some excerpts from the book because um, in the audio book form, my narrator, he just read, he just read uh, chapter one and chapter five. In chapter one, it talks about how God was vital to our creation beyond physical. It goes with elementary uh, explanations of very simple explanations that we all can relate to of how we relate to his spoken words. He spoke us into existence. He spoke everything into existence. And then I went, we went into chapter five, how the creator and the creation come together spiritually and physically. You know, the words we speak, it matters. It has life. We, and then when those words hit us from others, then you get either spiritual nourishment or you can get spiritual junk food 
actually. Bad words will give you spiritual junk food. If somebody is speaking death upon you, you know, it is you. You 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 stay in prayer, you know, you rebuke all of the bad things, you know, because you never know what's coming on you. But words my point of the book was words it has life. It has life. And it's important that not only do we speak encouragement for ourselves, but we speak encouragement. We speak life to others because it makes a difference. And anyways, I want to go into talk about um, chapter 8 for a little bit, which it won't be very long because I wanted you to get a grasp of what the book is about. I want you to get a grasp and an idea of your 2023. How are you going to be in 2023? Um, Not only will you not only receive encouragement from others, but are you going to be an encourager yourself? Are you going to do the Tikkun Olam? Are you going to heal the world with yourself because you are important but anyway i want to just give you a little bit more of this book it's in audiobook form you can go to audiobooks and you can get this book and listen to it i think it's important i think it's gonna make a difference in people's lives and i also think it'll bring spiritual nourishment to you uh so let's listen to chapter eight chapter eight it talks about how you matter in the creation And this is my narrator taking it away. Chapter 8. Your importance in the metaphysical creation. What you do matters for good or evil. God is so big, powerful, and omnipresent that each thing, person, or place was created by him and for him. Each puzzle piece of creation is for his infinite use. There should be no reason for jealousy or envy toward any created creature. Each being is important and plays a role in being useful in all of the creation and for the Creator. That is why you are important. Your existence is vital, important. Your life matters to the great living God. He created you for greatness, for His purpose. You owe no one any explanation for why you are here. The Creator gave you life. You belong here, and you are no accident. The hair on your head is numbered by the Creator. You are so important to Him. He knows everything about you, your thoughts, and every need you will ever have. The Creator gave desire to you, and He had in His mind to use it for good. The piece of the puzzle that you are is the completion of the entire creation. This is how vitally important you are to the creation. The Creator was there when you were born. He knows the number of days you will be alive and walk the creation. You were created special. There is no one like you, and no one can ever take your place. Your existence is unique. Even a clone would not be exactly like you. A cheap imitation cannot and will not replace you. There is not enough money that could possibly buy your value. There is no price for you. You are important. You matter to the creation and the creator. No one can outdo you in what you are good at doing. Without you, all of creation would be thrown off. Do you truly know your value? 
You are more precious than diamonds, silver, and precious stones and gold to all of creation and the Creator. Although there are evil forces that put their hands to rip your life apart, that disobey the Creator, the life force He put in you strengthens you to gain strength through adversity. The Creator refines you like gold. You are a treasure that the Creator found in nothingness, in the darkness, at the dawn of creation, before you were created. He thought of you. The world may put no value on life, but the value of every life is important to the existence of all of creation. The time and space you occupy was created at that moment especially for you. The breath you breathe belongs to the Creator. Your consciousness is by His almighty power alone. Even in death, by His power, you are made aware even of the darkness of the night that surrounds you. His presence never leaves you. In the presence of the heaven or Sheol, even there His presence is with you. You were designed by Him perfectly. Your worth is far above rubies. You are made of royal rare fabric. Each person and people are royalty in their own right because they are special and made by a royal creator. You are the angel's envy. The dust of the ground may be accursed, but within the shell of your physical being lies a precious jewel that is protected by its outward covering. You are the seed dropped into the ground and watered by the Creator that grows a special vine and bears precious fruit. You are fruit that will forever flourish and grow forever. When you do not cease, or your fruit does not cease from following the living God and eternal Creator, each time each generation of seed is shed, it brings forth millions upon billions of flourishing fruit. Each one is uniquely a part of you, and they live forever through the Creator, who had only you in mind. Every fiber of the makeup of your physical and spiritual body was carefully and thoughtfully designed and spoken into existence by a Creator who is eternal, without beginning and without end. You are important, and your existence is important to the Creator's entire creation. You are a vital puzzle piece that completes the pieces of creation. Without you, it is not complete. Your actions, your deeds are eternal. Choose them wisely. They affect the entire creation around you. Every deed you do spread to others because you matter. Your power was given to you by a perfect creator who loves you. He gives you the right to choose good to affect the creation or evil. You can choose to heal the world to Kumulam or choose to hurt the world. He loved you enough to do the right thing. Whatever you choose has a ripple effect that affects the atmosphere of where you go like ripples in the water, like a sound wave. It reaches the other side and affects all the created plants, animals, and all of mankind, celestial, terrestrial, things seen, unseen. What you do matters. In the end, the deed, good or bad, is brought before the eternal creator for judgment. And in that judgment of that thing, it will give life, or death. He will either preserve it for you for reward or he will cast it off. The good will be preserved and bring forth life, fruit, or joy. 
The evil will bring forth death, destruction, and fear. You do is shared like the oxygen you breathe with all of creation, good or bad, to your everlasting joy or everlasting shame. The creation's judgment is just. Even though you were created, you imitate your creator. You create your own fate, your own judgment, your own reality. Therefore, the creator's judgment will be just no matter if it is good or evil toward you. By the works you choose, your own fate is meted out. The Creator understands the imperfections the created may have and suffer because of sin. Even then, it is what you choose to remedy, that sin, by confession and returning to the Creator. If the wrong is not made right with the created to the Creator, the whole evil will be one day cast off bearing no fruit, having no seed. There is a realm that exists for evil things where all evil goes, and there is a realm that exists where all good things exist. Each puzzle piece is precious, perfect, and important to all creation. All puzzle pieces will choose where it fits and where it goes. The physical law goes into spiritual law. Whatever that is done physically manifests results in the spiritual realm, bringing forth good or evil blessings or curses you are so important at your birth the creator has bestowed and given you a portion of his power and entrusted you with it to heal the world tikkun olam That's another excerpt, everybody, of the book, The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. I wrote it over a year ago. And this is some of the words of encouragement I wanted to give to you. I wanted to give you the treat of some of the chapters in the book of how the creator and the creation come together in a spiritual and physical way, how he spoke things into existence, how He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at one time. And how you need that spiritual nourishment. You need that spiritual encouragement on a daily basis. If someone don't give you, you know, we should pass these things on one to another. We should pass it on to each other. We should pass on words of encouragement. This should be our 2023 um, how do you say, a resolution for New Year to uplift each other and not tear each other down. And see, this was the whole purpose of the book. It breaks down everything in a metaphysical fashion because, you know, what? we are metaphysical beings, we're spiritual beings, and, you know, our spiritual words, it does make a difference in how it fits so good and to the talks and to the life of Joseph when you think about it, because even Joseph, the things that he experienced while he was thrown in a pit by his brothers, who um, he trusted because of a dream that Hashem, that the living God gave him, a positive dream that the sun, moon, and stars would one day bow down to him. But as he told his brothers, he got their envy, he got their, you know, they just hated him. They hated him for that. 
But it was all in the plan of Hashem, even though it looked like he was doomed when he was sold off into slavery, into Egypt. He was doomed when Potiphar's wife, it looked in the natural, in the physical realm, he looked doomed when she lied on him and got him thrown in prison. He looked doomed when the when he told those who he interpreted their dreams that to remember him and they forgot about him until God raised him up. But each thing that looked like it was bad, each thing that looked bleak, spiritually speaking, he was rising up a step. He was climbing a ladder, a higher ladder. Uh, He was getting closer and closer and closer to the promise that God gave him of the sun, moon, and the stars bowing down to him. Each time he was thrown in that pit, he went a step higher. Each time he did work for Potiphar, the captain of the guard, then the wife lied on him and, you know, slandered him and said all kinds of evil things against him. Those negative words that had no nourishment, they did take a form and take life because they did cause him to get thrown into that prison. But it didn't matter because what the creator meant for good, it still stayed good, even though in the physical realm, it looked horrible for him. So he kept climbing that spiritual ladder. He climbed that spiritual ladder all the way to a point where the king's wine server did remember him. And guess what? He interpreted that Pharaoh king's dream. And he was lifted out of prison, second in command to Pharaoh, and he became the father of Pharaoh. And he, it was all in the plan, even though each physical thing that looked bad on the spiritual realm, he was climbing higher and higher and higher. Once the living creator speaks a thing and says a thing, that it is going to be, it is going to be no matter what direction it goes in. And that was my point of the last two shows when I was talking about Joseph. It leads right into this whole thing about how our creator is, how we are a part of that important creation. And you know what? It's just, my book is just covering like the basics, elementary elements of simple, simple things that we don't even think about. This is what I really inspired me to write the dissertation and to write this book because I wrote it to encourage. I wrote it to try to teach an olam to make the world a better place so that people can kind of grasp it. This book, it is available on Amazon and it was not written just for my self-elevation. It's written for God's elevation. That was my whole intention, to, 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 to point everybody to a living God, to Hashem, and just to let everybody know that he loves you and he cares about you, even though things in this world, the last two years, it was not the most encouraging. It was not the most 
um, joyful thing. But my point is I wanted you to know that you are a very, very, very big piece to a big, big world, a world that exists physically and a world that exists spiritually. You are very important. And without you as that puzzle piece in that world, in this world, you make a difference. Your words make a difference. Encouraging people for you yourself, when you encourage someone, you make a difference. You make a ripple effect in the spiritual realm that you cannot even know. You brighten somebody's days when you don't even know it. You are a big blessing to everybody. Those listeners out there, those family out there, those friends out there, even the haters out there, Joseph's brothers, they didn't even know. They they were his haters, but they did not even know that it was all along in the plan. No matter what road Joseph took, his fate was to be in Egypt. His fate was for that vision to come to pass. His fate was the sun, moon, and stars bowing down to him. His fate was to save his people from a starvation that was coming upon the land. See, in the physical, no one seen this. But in the spiritual, Hashem, he already seen it. He sees things ahead of us. And he does things in his own way. We may not understand the direction or the course that things take. It may not look good in the physical realm of the direction that things are taking. But trust me, when you are in the hands of the living God. The promises that he makes, he keeps. He's not a man that he is going to lie like either one of us can. He keeps his promises, and those promises are solid. And those promises that he gave you, he gave each and every one of us a role to play in this world, and that role that he gave us to play is not an evil role. We are to play a good role because his creation, when he created everything, it was good. Everything was good. The plants were good. The fruit are good. You go into Israel. You go into the shook. It's good. It tastes good. It's good. The plums, the peaches, the pears, the watermelon, the strawberries, um, it's good. It's good. Everything he created is good. And see, we have to come to a point where we make a decision. Are we going to lean on the good side or are we going to lean on the bad side? Because our creator, he is so good that he is going to put you where you enjoy it the most. Believe it or not, we judge ourselves by what we do, you know, and that's that's my whole point. I mean, you are a big piece of all of the creation. And you make a big difference. Even the littlest thing that you do, it matters. Even just giving a good word or a smile, it matters. It matters to people what you do, whether you believe it or not, you know. And so I just want to leave you with that. And you know what? If you cannot read this book, uh, go to audiobooks and um, listen to it. It's available. It's available now on Amazon, and it's available on audiobooks. 
I think that it will make an impact on your life. I think that when we start looking, even at the smallest things that we don't really consider, we go into the bigger things, the things that we do consider. And, you know, the smaller things that look like they don't matter, they matter because they turn into bigger things. And if we do good, peaking alarm, it brings healing into a world that is without hope, that is without love. And, you know, that's the point. This is the point of the metaphysical God in relation to his creation. I really want you guys to have a prosperous new year. I hope that your new year is filled with love, peace, happiness, and I hope it's filled with much hope and determination. And I hope that you have faith above all things, and I hope that you find the love and the peace of the living God, the living Hashem. I hope he blesses you bountifully. I hope that everything that you wish for, that it will come to pass and that the good things be added to you, be added to your families, and be added just to your extended families in your household. I hope you good health. I hope that, hey, we all hope for the Mashiach to come. <laughs> Let's just break that down. And um, I hope that you pray for the peace, not only of Jerusalem in Israel, but you pray for the peace of every land that is on the face of the earth because each one of us, we have to answer whether we be good or bad, we're going to have to answer for everything we say, everything we do um, before our creator. And, you know, I just hope above all else that everybody that is listening to the sound of my voice, that you stay blessed, that your families stay safe, and that everyone will be able to um, just get through uh, some of the confusion that's going on, that everybody will be able to just get through the hard things and that they will be able to find it within themselves to encourage themselves through the living God. Because the days we're living in, it has been quite challenging in 2019 forward. To, in, um, I pray that 2023 be peaceful, joyous, and that everybody just have happiness throughout this entire year. I'm praying for you all, um, whether you know it or not. I love you all and everybody that listens, friends, family, and those who are fond of me, those who are not so fond of me, still love you, and I hope you peace, prosperity, health, and happiness, no matter where you are and no matter where you stand. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And I hope that Hashem's peace 
He goes far with you. And uh, I just pray for you and your families that you have a joyous and a happy 2023 in the years that are to come. I thank you so much for just taking the time and your busy schedules to listen to the Black Jewish Queen Life Chat. I really appreciate you. And Ward family, I really love you, and I appreciate you, all my cousins, my sister, love you. Thank you so much for the Hanukkah card. Love you, Auntie. Thank you for the um, the blessing you sent me today. Um, believe it or not, just an encouraging word. It helped me get through my day, and I hope that I could do the same for everybody out there. Um, love everybody. I hope you're doing well, and I just want everybody to stay well, stay blessed, And regardless of what negative thing might get thrown your way, um, turn to a scripture that would encourage you. And remember, Hashem, he, that 91 Psalms, I love it. You know, he gives his angels charge concerning you to keep you in all your ways. May he do that for you. May he walk with you. May he direct you in the right path that, you are supposed to go in, and may he keep you from evil. May he keep you from harm and hurt and danger. May he protect you with his holy, holy, warring angels. Love you guys. Thank you for listening in. And hopefully you will listen in again next week. Bye-bye. Should burn.